Rogers Show. Starring Roy Rogers, King of the Cowboys, Trigger, his golden palomino, and Dale Evans, Queen of the West. With Pat Brady, his comical sidekick, and Roy's wonder dog, Bullet. Shutting stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery, this is the Sense Right Now podcast. The podcast of SinceRightNow.com and Clean and Sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R. And the whole thing was just like, I just felt sorry for anyone who has him as a parent <laughs> or father. Yeah. But anyway, it was good man. Guy's 32 years. 32 years. That's pretty good. When, one thing we were laughing about is, uh, and I don't know if this is a topic or not, but how lit, what's the minimum amount of change you need to make to stay sober? Because in AA or the program of recovery, there's a psychic change that needs to mm. happen. Like, um, they talk about sure whole recovery. change like the whole thing but what what's the minimum that you can do to get by right not, <laughs> what's the let's not use what's the starter set yeah well, what do you and then what do you got to do it's funny that right. you said that because i was i let my my sensitivity that i said i what i didn't want to let creep in but i wanted to tweet the other day like a clickbait tweet that said this check out this one simple trick to quit drinking or no, to stay sober. Right. And it was like, quit drinking, you fuck. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, all those like one simple yeah, tricks. Yeah. yeah. But uh, right. the BuzzFeed model. Right, exactly. The BuzzFeed clickbait. That's Five funny. ways yeah. to yeah. stop drinking. <laughs> one way to get Don't sober put it now. In your mouth hole. Right. <laughs> right. Don't pick up the glass. Right. Don't order it. But I mean, what's, what's, I mean, isn't it anything? It's like, and I think I was one of those things that I was saying without knowing it was an A thing again, but. That it's it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Yes. Yeah. The sobriety Somebody part. said that very same thing like a half hour ago. Well, there you go. Um, it is simple. But you, so you did not tweet that out? No. no. Um, it would have been funny if you did. Yeah. I know. i, I, I got to stop censoring myself. Yeah. Well, I went on. A, yeah, anyway. Um, so, no, I don't have a topic, but let's let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, what's the minimum? What, what is it? Yeah. The, the minimum? Yeah, the least the least you can the do. least work you can do yeah to a, be sober and, we, and you know a you just you watch people beat their heads against the wall trying to outsmart the program right. trying to do the least amount you can do and stay sober right. and ultimately it doesn't ultimately work i think you can stay sober maybe you're not drinking or using but i don't know if your life improves well in or, or and you're kind of i don't know well that's guys, re- are we talking recovery or sobriety just just uh, being sober, yes, not using. <coughs> okay. Talking ribriety. Yeah. Ribriety. Yeah. No, I, so what? Ribriety. I I see. I don't know. I because well, you guys have been at this a lot longer than I have, but it's not a. There's no sliding scale for right. me. I don't know what the least amount is. Right. Because you tried know it. It's exactly. It's black and white. Yeah. There's no. There's no. You know. I don't know. I know a lot of people who, who. The only thing they changed about themselves is that they stopped drinking right. and eventually went back out. became miserable or, or, or yeah. just became, yeah. Yeah. you know, the, yeah. the dry drunks of yore. Yeah. But, but, uh, I don't know what the least amount I could do is the, the minimum amount of effort to put in to stay sober. Yeah. Just, just to not, yeah. I'm trying to get better on the quest. Yeah. Um, because I mean, but it's funny cause when you come in here, it's, in here, in where? AA or yeah, this room? AA recovery. You look oh. at the... I think a lot of people stay out because you realize you, you have to change everything. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think you have to change so much. And if they told you that at the beginning, no one would go on well, this journey, right? So you kind of have to ease people into this thing. And at the end of the day, I think you end up becoming a completely different person than you would have become had you continued using and drinking but there's a little there's there's ways to stay sober i don't know and i don't know if that there's a topic in there or not but it's just interesting of well and i don't think anybody comes in it decides to get sober as a means to become a better person you know and we yeah. talked about this before i yeah. think that that's something that's revealed along the way i mean you 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 just want to stop being miserable yeah 
you just want to stop the pain, right? Right. And you can do that just by, well, no, maybe you can't. I was going to say you can do that just by getting sober. Yeah. But, but, I mean, but just stopping what you're doing yeah. is only the first step, right? Well, right. And, and also um, understanding that ceasing to live a miserable life and leading a happy and productive life are not one and the same. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there's a huge disparity between yeah. those two things. Yeah. So you can ostensibly stop all the things that are causing you that pain and then kind of get stuck. Right. Um, but it's funny because I think it's human nature. We all get in here, at least for me, it was, I didn't want to, you know, at the end of the day, if I could go back and tell myself, hey, just do everything they say when they say it enthusiastically as they're telling you to do it, mm-hmm. right? And that would have been a lot easier than mm-hmm. trying to just do the bare minimum right. for the four years where I was in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, just getting hitting my head against the wall, basically, and being in tons of pain. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's human nature to just be total, scared of change and scared of, you know, there's this, this like weird, disgusting comfort of using that you can't imagine getting out of and yet you have to stop. And so it's just this, you're, you're trying to find, you're trying to seek the minimum change you can make. Right. <laughs> and if it's, you know, to, but, and it, but ultimately I guess it just doesn't work that way, right? Well, I guess it depends on what you're doing. That kind of sounds like if, I mean, I know at the point I decided I need to do it, I, it's something I wanted to do. Yeah. So I think I'm having trouble like understanding. For, it sounds like if you're asking for help and you get help and then yeah. you're resistant to it, yeah, that that's a different beast than I don't know. I know there are people that are are referred to A that have to go or told by a professional somehow that that's where they should what they should do. And you know, and I get that, and that's a whole whole another issue about the different reasons why people are re- resistant to twelve step programs, but. I mean, for me, it's like I didn't have anything to react against. Yeah. Because I was figuring it out. Yeah. You were flying solo. Piecemeal. Yeah. So it's sort of an, a, a, a foreign concept to me to like be engaged in my sobriety and recovery and be reacting against anything yeah. because I wasn't within a structure. So I guess that's what my challenge would be. Um, I mean, I got that I needed to stop what I was doing. Like I had in the back of my head the notion that, you know, I, I started drinking NA, I think, pretty quickly, like within the second week, that that yeah. would be frowned upon. I didn't really have any sense of the whole spiritual aspect of AA, so I didn't I didn't get that that might be frowned upon, that I wasn't finding a higher power immediately. But, right. you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have – I didn't have anything to – I was only my. It was only me. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, right. Right. So I wasn't like, "Hey, you asshole, making me quit drinking." <laughs> you know, I'm not going to do your rules. I'm doing it my way. Sorry. Oh wait, this is my way. How much did you change as a human being, though, while well, your first year of not drinking? In hindsight, I'd like to say a lot. I mean, significantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know about outwardly and in how in terms of how I interacted with or how I even was perceived by other people but I know internally I went from being miserable yeah absolutely abject misery in in as a human being and right. who I was um to you know I've discussed it many times or talked about that to just this incredible state of contentment within you know, less than 12 months yeah. mm-hmm. that I'd never experienced. I didn't even know what it was when I felt it because I had never felt it in my life. Mm. And just this this um, balance that was neither, you know, it was, you know, I, I don't have the the background to talk, you know, to, to reference it. You know, I feel like it was some sort of like Zen state of being almost, right. but I don't, I don't know enough about Buddhism or Zen or any of that. Um, I just know you know what I felt. I know so the names, the names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like, you know, I came in as a liar, a cheater, and a thief, right? And I think for a while, I was still a liar mm-hmm. and a cheater. I think I quit stealing things. Well, so. my first still year. a pretty big thief. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> still pretty much, but uh, 
I didn't have to change those, and I stayed sober. And you know, I still hung out with people. Uh, you know, I see what you're saying. And so it was, and it took a long time. Eventually, you had to change the whole thing. Yeah, but you, there was there was a point where like I brought. You can get sober and still be a yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, you all this yeah, <laughs> right. stuff Absolutely. going on. Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and that's that yeah. proves itself out all the time, you know. But but back to your point about wanting it, you know. I mean, right. I, I think if you go into it without some modicum of enthusiasm. Right you're doomed mm-hmm. you know i mean i i needed to get sober mm-hmm. long before i wanted to yes and needing to wasn't enough yeah right yeah you know i yeah. you, you need to you've just got to put in a little bit of there's there's work involved right and unless you undertake that and want it um you know yeah but yeah you know, i know people who've gotten sober through court mandated programs who've gotten right. sober in prison you know um right. that's great uh, and I think that's more of a have to, yeah, than right. anything else. But, but if you if you were trying to change something about yourself, like if I wanted to quit quit drinking coffee or quit smoking or quit drinking caffeine, whatever, I wouldn't have to change fundamentally who I was to do it. No, you know what I'm saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And this, I don't know if you can. I I don't know if I could have not done that and ultimately stayed sober. You know? Yeah. And that's the recovery part, I think. Is it's yeah. the, the changing who you are, right? Yeah. Sobriety is just a, a behavior. Yeah. Recovery is, uh, you know, re- altering who you are. Yeah. Right. Right? Or reverting to who you you, Should, you were yeah. before you so, yeah. went astray, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel in a lot of ways that I went back to who I was before I started drinking. You mm. know? I mean, a lot of the interests that I had mm-hmm. as a young man, you know, mm-hmm. all kind of came back. Mm-hmm. Um, good. And yeah, and ideals and pursuits. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, things you I'm going to learn how to drive soon. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to notice the ladies, um, yeah. <laughs> hair in strange places, but no. Um, Puberty, but emotional puberty, Jeff. Okay, let's not <laughs> yeah. cheat on this. Yeah, but I think you guys know what I'm. Yeah, absolutely. People understand. Yeah, get that. I think they do. Um, well, I mean, the, what's the saying that you do? You you stop emotionally maturing when your active addiction takes hold, right? And mm-hmm. you know, they say that. Yeah, they do. Who are they? they? People like them. You. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the tweet you were going to send out. In order to stop drinking, I have to just not drink, right? Try so this you once. do have to make that change. Right, yeah. And you can do that for a while, right? And not right. do anything else. There's a minimum buy-in, but mm-hmm. at some point, you got to do the whole thing. Like, you can't... Yeah. Quitting other things, you don't really have to do the whole thing. Yeah. But at this this thing, you've got to ultimately... Yeah. And you know what's interesting? I think it was this past week, I was somehow I was doing a little tweet back and forth, maybe, or something about, about triggers. I don't know that... I ever, I certainly didn't understand the notion when I got sober. Yes. And, you know, I sort of, uh, you know, my, my naive self-constructed rehab was in a home where there was, you know, wine served uh, with almost every meal. Right. Um, so I sort of did trial by fire. Um, so from a drinking standpoint, no real trigger. You know, drugs, I, I, I didn't, hasn't never been, a, there hasn't been a triggering issue. There hasn't yeah. been a, and with none of those things, there, there aren't any behaviors or instances or scenarios where I've ever really felt triggered. But I also did isolate myself pretty heavily from yeah. those situations yeah. early on. Yeah. Um, but certainly not now. So I don't, I'm probably not as um, sensitive yeah. To sort of that notion of triggering, yeah. Hmm. But you know, when I when I quit smoking, I read um, that Alan was Alan Carr's "Easy Way to Quit Smoking." Easy way to quit smoking. And basically, one of his the tenets of his principle is basically it's it's not going to work, and it won't really matter essentially until you're doing it, not because you have to, and and, and if if and you're not doing it by willpower, when, mm-hmm. so that it's not about there's a pack of cigarettes and you're doing everything you can, you're using your all your your you know, intellectual muscle, your brain power to not smoke. Mm-hmm. It's when you just don't do it. You know, yeah. it's a state of being. Yeah. And um, that's the goal. I mean, that's for me, that's that's true sobriety. It's about, it's not actively having to worry about, oh my God, there's a beer. Yeah. I might drink it. Don't put it by me. Yeah. It might, or I walked into a bar and I'm going to sit there for a while and it might trigger, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a non. I, I don't drink. It's right, just a right. state of being. Yes. You know, it's not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I realize that it may take. You know, it takes time and and sometimes to to get there. Yeah. But right. I mean, that's the goal, right? Is for it not to be a, a conscious yeah, yeah. Dis- yeah. effort every time. Do you do you still? Because you're pretty fresh. Well, less yeah, but you still <clears throat> trigger. Were you I've just never done? been a trigger guy. Yeah. I've never had. I don't understand the concept of triggers because yeah. I. Me alone, mm-hmm. that's the trick. I've never, right. I haven't drank in a bar, right. you know. Yeah. I didn't have drinking buddies when right. I moved to St. Louis. Right. I don't have, right. it was me, you know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm absolutely 100% comfortable in mm-hmm. bars and taverns, mm-hmm. drinking club soda, and hanging out with people. Because right. that's not how you use. Not a problem, right. no. And I can, I can, Matter of fact, it makes me uncomfortable when people don't drink right. around me, too. me who normally do. Right. I want them to. Right. You know, yeah, I'm with me you. too. Go, but it but makes me feel worse it when makes me feel people overcompensate. Yeah, yeah. I, I would right. much rather you just get drunker, than, you know, <laughs> because that. But no, no, my 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 trigger is my head. Right. My trigger yeah. is is you know getting caught up in. In my, my own yeah. brain, it's yeah. not it's the, not any conditional environmental or yeah. situational what, thing. You what's, know, and we this is fun. what does the committee inside your head tell you that that makes you feel like you're gonna you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. is that? What does it tell you? I think that's always interesting. Of the of the you know they always say it's it kind of starts and it doesn't say let's go get drunk, mm-hmm. but it'll put one little thought that it's gonna add up to this, it's gonna add mm-hmm. to this, and then it's like the drink. committee in my head was like a. A really um, organized account executive with a really great PowerPoint, and we just kind of go through <laughs> right. charts and be like, "Here's why you deserve this mm. release, because here are the conditions yeah. in your life. Yeah. You know, we're going to go through them from least to most serious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here are the conditions in your life that will make it easy for you to justify this. You yeah. Know, other people don't have the problems you have, Matt. Yeah. And because your problems are so unique, you deserve this ability to shut off your mm-hmm. brain and pretend that." Mm-hmm everything's fine yeah that's what the committee tells me is is it's okay man you know what because you're different mm-hmm. you don't need to yeah that's mm-hmm. i guess I've, I've had people who the one thing that some some friends have told me they don't they can't get their head around about sobriety is not ever having the ability to have that release like normal drinkers can go on a friday and get that have a release right mm-hmm. it's just an easy way to have this well and, and that sober people you know, it's like we never, in some ways, I get that. Like, there's if there's a trigger in my head still, it's like, God, I would like to just smoke some freaking weed now because it's so easy Yeah, to just yeah. relax. Hmm. And, and you know what? Ultimately, it's never going to work. But there, and I get it. I get it. I totally, you know, <laughs> yeah. that feeling of, man, I just would love to stop being myself for yeah. a few hours. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's heartening and it's enjoyable in a weird yeah. way to just mm-hmm. know... I can't go. run from this. Yeah. yeah, this is this is you know mm-hmm. this is the brain I'm I'm yeah. not and yeah. I need to reconcile it and I need to be at <laughs> peace with it and I need to find release. Honestly, yeah. were it not for books, yeah, you know, right? Which I smoke. I pre base books. No, but, you know, <laughs> which is, is it's weird. Awesome paper. But, yeah, and you ink. Know, whatever. <laughs> Light it on um, fire. <laughs> but but no, I mean, were it not for that particular release, right? I can forget who I am for a few hours. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If I want to, yeah. you ever smoked a book made of hemp paper? <laughs> Have I, dude? It has no THC. Um, <laughs> I, I have made tried. rope out of a book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's exactly it. I mean that's that that chemical. It, you know, it's everything you do is results in some sort of chemical reaction in your brain, mm-hmm. and the the release I get from reading, from listening to music. We've talked about this before, I think, yeah. but like. You know, video games, watching a movie, comedy is huge for me. I mean, I I'm like a comedy junkie these days, and I realize there's you know I'm not you know it's not a compulsive thing, but I realize I love listening to comedy podcasts Mm -hmm. just because it just it gives me that that same um, solace, that same uh, you know opportunity to get out of my head, um, and uh, if you can't find some degree of comfort with yourself and some degree of comfort in your head right. i don't think you can ever live right sober you know mm-hmm. i right. mean you need to be able to uh 
Yeah, my friend Richie in Chicago, he was a big that weird man, wear life like a loose garment, man. And I'd always be like, Well, you're wearing loose garments right now. So you really are you're doing it both ways, metaphorically and actually. But um but yeah, just the ability to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, like a big giant moo-moo. Yeah. 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 I like that. that little Dom DeLuise fat guy hat, maybe. I don't know. Spitballing. That's funny. Yeah, I was uh was just telling my therapist today. Yeah. That nice intro. <laughs> just, that it, in isolation, with no other external stimuli, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty happy with myself. I like myself. Yeah. As once you start adding, you know, external factors, yeah. when you start, start adding, you know, the different things you add, it's like, yeah. you know, once you had a job, it's like I'm not, or you know, which mm-hmm. I don't have right now. Right. But you know, it's like you're not good enough, or paid right. enough, or respected enough, or whatever right. at your job, and that's what you know got me in, in a bit of a bad spot. Um, Is that what you're? Coming in your head told you? Is that what... You that know, I was so worth... Yeah, that I was... Well, what, we've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah. That I had that you know, begun comparing myself not... I wasn't worried about being the best me. I was worried about being better than other people. Right, right. Um, which is just... Ugh, yeah. Man, that's a nightmare. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it's definitely... It's definitely interesting. What does your committee tell you, Jeff? What does my committee tell me? My committee... And I was saying... This, so my trigger is anger. And that's, mm. I think, what I... I still feel addicted to the thing that I can go off on a uh, anger blow up and then and then make it better. It's a release. Mm-hmm. Having a blow up is a release for me. And so the committee in my head is trying to piss me off. Mm. It's trying to get me angry. Mm. So the committee in my head tells me about people trying to f- fuck with me or <laughs> try to <laughs> like plot my downfall and it it's a real antagonistic sort of thing. Wow. So I make up enemies where there we, aren't we, any. We talked about this I know. today at, at lunch. Like hmm. how, how to like I need a mortal enemy. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's funny cuz in in at work sometimes you'll you'll build you have competition and you mm-hmm. want to beat them and so you'll make people who aren't really your enemy your enemy mm-hmm. so you can it drives the work sometimes yeah. but it it is certainly gotten too far in some ways <laughs> so but so that's the thing i really have to it's so easy for me to go down that path hmm. of of that and it's that is the one thing that i constantly have to watch myself and just take a step way back and be like i have made that entire story up i'm angry now mm-hmm. i've made the entire story up and it doesn't exist hmm. and some people are just total assholes. It's true. What's the point of being angry with them? Exactly. Like sometimes I'm telling the truth, and I you can get angry at it, but then you're like, really? Mm. So that's my thing. That's the thing that I still feel emotionally you can addicted to is this anger thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's my committee. Not good. I'm gonna prescribe something for you, Jeff. Ooh! Every time oh, you man. get angry, yeah. eat a foot long steak hoagie. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> just hear me out here, <laughs> and, uh, and and over time you'll notice that you're just too tired. <laughs> you just feel too logy yeah. to summon up the. I'm, I'm a bit slothful. <laughs> I can't get out of my and, desk to go be angry because <laughs> I'm I've got cheese and it. meat <laughs> sitting in my tummy. <laughs> Uh, the meat antidote. Oh, yeah, I, that that's. I think I just found the book title, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what I, what I was scrolling for before when we were talking about uh, how how do we start this? Talking about the the minimum that you could do and the expectations of AA. But so here's one of the the square things. And no offense to whoever posted it on Instagram, but it was a, a thing on Instagram that popped up today. So let's look at the ones who. S- the one who says he won't believe, the belligerent one. Ooh. Now, that's like the one who says he won't. I, I may not believe. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's an AA thing. No, it's not. But I think I've heard that one. I may not believe something. <laughs> I know. I now I sound belligerent, but <laughs> you're heading but, towards belligerent. But that's, that sounds needlessly provocative, and need. Is that um, that's not an AA thing you're telling me? No, I no. think it's just lazy. Okay, I think it's just lazy. So like, the belligerent one, the unlistener. Because you know, wait a minute, it's we can stupid. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> I, was, I was gonna have have, but is it is it? But is the point of that post that the best way to do this thing is to just believe blindly, believe right? Is it a recover? Was that? Yeah, it's a recovery thing. Okay, there's a difference between faith, yeah, and 
belligerence is belligerence is not the Opposite. I want to get into the etymology right. of belligerence here, but no, I think but, that person was a little bit yeah. confused. You know, belligerence right. isn't just a failure to believe. It's right. A, yeah, it's a it's a antagonistic, aggressively antagonistic. Right. right. It's like, I will not believe no matter what you say. Yeah. yeah it's not. Right. It's yeah. not even so, obstinance. It's yeah. to it. So right. I don't know. Whoever made that square. <laughs> Circle gets a square. You see what I have to put up with? No. That's it. <laughs> we were talking. The other, the only other thing was the, the, uh, I like, I like this. I like the discussion on triggers. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I like, I like the discussion that you were talking about the things that have, that came back and interested you after you found sobriety that mm. you just lost for a while. I yeah. Think that's a really good, interesting. Well, you can that. You burn a lot of mental fuel. Yeah. Uh, feeding and justifying and hiding and, and trying to you know it's a tremendous amount of work to try to be a functional alcoholic yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah um, it literally yeah. sucks all your time up it killed all my time yeah i mean and it wasn't like i was drinking all that time it right. was you were not I, not drinking took a lot of effort too you know? right right that, that's I, an interesting point when you're an active addict of yeah. anything not doing it oh it requires a, a tremendous amount effort. of yeah Wow, that's and a the ra- you know, perfect I would, point. I was trying to, to maintain for a while, so I'd ration myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've mentioned this before, but I would only buy the little bottle yeah. of vodka. Yeah. yeah. And that guy's liquor store time. is like, I'm big, you know, like you could save some money and get more <laughs> vodka. But um, but because that was all I was going to allow myself for that evening. And, yeah. I, you know, and I had all these rules. I wasn't mm. going to drink until 8 o'clock, and I wasn't going to drink past 10 o'clock. And I was, you know, it's just a lot of... It's like throwing a little, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're pl- it's like party planning or something. Yeah. You know? It's like, okay, well, we have to make sure that we have some food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got to procure that. And, mm-hmm. and these are, th- these are things people do every day. They feed themselves and yeah. go to sleep at a decent mm-hmm. hour. And, right. But it's just because you have that mental obsession. Yep. That, that's what it is. Everything gets obscured. This mental obsession. My God. And then, you know, at work, is it, your day out. I'm not feeling great because I drank too much last night and, you know, I don't want to be... Yeah, you just you try to overcompensate, and I was shaky. Oh, I hate that. And not not like the shaky, just shaky because you're not you're t- not taking care of yourself, you know. Right. Shaky because you're a bundle of nerves, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. So what do you, what have you been? What have you found lately that you left behind? What's uh, like well, solution? you know, I mean. I've always read a lot. Yeah, that and you didn't stop reading. Okay, I know it didn't change a lot. I just you read. I I, I read, read the a whole lot time. more now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just some particular interests, you know. I mean, nerdy shit. Yeah, good. You know, like yeah. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, no, but you, you don't know, have to. Uh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> um, but you know, um, just interests that are fueled entirely by curiosity. You know, like I I'm uh, I can't wait to travel more mm-hmm. you know and that's something that i completely disregarded yeah for a long time because yeah. travel sounded pretty hard mm-hmm. and i was you know struggling with other things can't yeah. wait to travel people mm-hmm. i just i these sound like such basic mm-hmm. principles mm-hmm. of everyday life you know it's mm-hmm. like breathing no but people um spending time with people and enjoying people mm-hmm. and laughing with them and um mm-hmm. You know, that's not yeah. something that I really, it becomes such a chore. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I think you were, you, you always had this sense with you when you were using that you couldn't wait to get on to the next thing. And ultimately yeah. you couldn't wait to get on to your next drug. And so everything feels like this moment where you're trying to get out of the yeah thing you had to be in so exactly. you can get to use again. As or, opposed or to just, just to relax. shut everybody out. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I mean, I don't know. There's such a relief in simplifying everything right. mm-hmm. and and enjoying all the things that seemed so daunting before, you know? I mean, um, I mean you had a, a career before, during, and now after. Yeah. Relatively successful. Yeah. I mean, throughout. Yeah. So, I mean, did you get out of, like, school and go into your first gig? I was still in school and got your first. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, got my first copywriting gig when I was still in college. And then I finished. You know, I kept going to school at night because hmm. I, I. Yeah, I worked in the mailroom of a place. Interesting. And, uh, and they offered me a gig. And there was an actual mailroom. 
Oh yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Mail yeah. came in and you yeah. sorted the mail and took it to the beach. Well, no, no, there was another mailroom guy. He did all that shit. <laughs> um, I mostly hung out and got, <laughs> got high and, um, and I wrote uh, mailroom on marketing, a column in the company nice. newsletter. And, uh, and that's hilarious. And I would, yeah. And I'd come up with little, you know, just silly little skits and leave notes for people. And yeah, I was, a, I was more of a mascot. That's than funny. A, mailroom guy but yeah so and then you know i mean drinking was a problem in my 20s mm. but it was a problem with everybody i knew in some <laughs> regard like yeah. how big a deal is it to be too hungover to go to work when you're 23 right you know and half of the and how big a deal is it to go out five nights a week mm-hmm. and get you know blotto no it's mm. like that's what we did yeah um and then you know that in my late 20s i stopped mm-hmm. and then my career really took off right you know, my career really took off when I was focused and, um, and then my career really f- started to fall apart when I started drinking. Again. Interesting. I mean, you know, it's, it's, right. it, yeah. And now <laughs> it's starting to get good again because I'm taking care of myself. It's, it's pretty simple. Do you think, <laughs> well, oh, go ahead. no, I was just thinking like, if I don't know if today's environment would allow, like if we had somebody that came in hungover. I don't know if you if you could get away with that anymore. That's different. Uh, yeah, you know, I just wonder, like, if our our little intern. Yeah, well, first <laughs> of all, working with us would be a real problem. Yeah, that would be a tough um, tough one. But well, I just, uh, if the workplaces have overall changed, well, in this industry, in this industry, I think maybe because the agencies are smaller. Yeah. Um. So it's harder to be one of many. Yeah. Um. And just the culture is different. I think. I mean, I haven't been in it in a while, but. Yeah. Um, but I mean, how, and how about you? When, what did you do? You got out of school and got out of school. What did you do? I went and worked as a newspaper in Florida. I it, followed a girl. I was sickly codependent with a girl. It, and so I moved to Florida mm. and was still using, right. uh, had been to meetings, but it was still using, couldn't stop, had mm. like crazy two years in Florida, DUI and just lots of mm. bad stuff happened on that. Florida, Florida style bad stuff. Florida style bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff. bad stuff. I know it is. It really is. Did a couple weeks in uh, Volusia County Penitentiary. What? With the orange jumpsuit on. Yes. Yeah. In, a, in the pen? In the pen, man. In the Hooskow? Yeah. Big house? The big house. <laughs> big house. <laughs> Worked on a chain gang. <laughs> Learned to play the harmonica. Ate some hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> got, got some prison tats. <laughs> Became a bitch to somebody. <laughs> Lester. He was cool. <laughs> we still email. He's a good dude. <laughs> I went to his wedding. Lester. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So yeah, my time, and then I and then I got sober in Florida. I got sober in Florida. I had my bottom hit my bottom there. I was going to meetings, got sober, uh, spent eight months, eight more months down there, and then moved to Chicago, um, and got back in this business. I only ever spent a couple isolated nights in pretty cush. Luckily, I got, I got arrested in nice, nice places, nice, nice areas, and uh, yeah, relatively cush, I think. But still, it, it it put the fear of yeah anything. Jail sucks. Yeah, it's just just one even. I mean, just yeah. hours in jail. Yeah. You know, it's not was not fun. I can't imagine t- ten yeah. times overnights and then this two extent. But it's yeah. it just it is bleak. You do not want to end up in jail. No, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd handle it well. No, I don't. I'm don't. told that by others. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. That I wouldn't weather it. I think it's well. the monotony that gets you. I don't know what you do uh, with that. I think it's the being well, in jail. It's a lot of stuff. Problem, <laughs> personally. <laughs> the outfits. Yeah, Adam the would board. not jive with that at all. Yeah. I do well having cops talk shit. I had, back then I had like dreads and I was, you know, the yeah. huge hoop earrings and just staring him down the hall talk shit about me. I, was, I, I didn't take that well. No. That, that happens in jail. Yeah, cops I, talk I, shit uh, about you. <laughs> yeah. you know, when I got brought in for expired tags uh, on my recently? license plates, I worked with you. Yeah, I didn't get part. my license plates renewed, and there was a warrant. Yeah, yeah. because I never got them renewed. I and know. They pulled me over. What a fucking for expired rebel. plates! Isn't that funny? I know. What a rebel! God. Brought me into a suburban jail for a few hours, mm. and even in the like three hours in Richmond Heights yeah. jail, they. You know, we're gonna. Look. I was wearing a tie and a jacket. Mm. Threw me, you know, and I was all dressed up. They threw me in with some dude who saved all his urine in his <laughs> vitamin water bottles. You know, lined up against the back wall. He's like, first thing I need to tell you is the pisser doesn't work." And he was, and yeah. he's saving it. Yeah, because he, yeah, he showed right. them all to me. Hmm. Like all these bottles. Yeah. My how, piss. How long had he been in there? Uh, forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but the Jeff, you know, yeah. oh, I emerged a changed man. God. 
That's tough. Mm-hmm. It's good to know that, but yeah. Yeah, I remember being in detox a couple nights. I'd, I'd get super mouthy with police. This probably happened five or six times. We'd be out, whatever. Cops show up all the time, and then I'd get mouthy with them, and I'd get through. I'd get taken to jail. My friends would be like, "Oh, Stevens, Stevens is going to jail again because he mouthed mm. off to a cop, <laughs> drunken belligerent, gets taken." But I remember one night I sat up all night and played cards with this guy who looked exactly like Jesus, and I still remember this very distinctly. Mm. Playing cards with Jesus Christ, black Jesus or white Jesus? No, he was just a white Jesus, but he looked just like the painting, <laughs> like literally had a wow. had an aura about hmm. him. And wow. I don't think it was Jesus, but I it was. I think we've got the title of your book. <laughs> With Jesus. With Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Jesus always wins. That's the subhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever played spades? That's a jailhouse card game. Mm-hmm. Spades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J- jail or uh yeah, with my former in-laws. They love spades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jail, Maybe. Or, jail or in-laws. That's both. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jail's not fun. So anyway. What we've said, what we've learned, which don't learn anything on the show, no, is no. that you can no just stop nothing. drinking and that'll keep you sober. Right. You can make that one change. If you can even do that. Yeah, if you can do that. I don't even think I could just do that. Yeah, keep sober. Or no. you can, ultimately, you're going to have to change you some gotta stuff. you got to find some other things to yeah. take pleasure in. No, and near the, near, at or near the bottom, it's, I mean, that, that thing that sounds simple def- definitely is not easy. That, mm-hmm. that just stop. It doesn't, you know, there, there has to be some. And getting all the way back to what's the, the the minimum you need to do. I mean, I think you have to. I think you have to be able to project and believe in some ultimate benefit, whatever it is. You have to have. You know, you have to have that that you know brass ring out there that means something to mm-hmm. you for you to do it just the sobriety part right yeah you know and some people it's you know there's, there's tragedies involved or you know there's you know, something you know getting a kid back kind of thing yeah you know to believe um, in the possibility of a better life you have to yeah. you know right what's in it for me right but, but i always think like to me it was about through pain that's the way it's always been i have to be in a tremendous amount of freaking pain to change anything sure right yeah, it's like no, pain, absolutely. It's serious pain. Pain makes you beautiful, Jeff. Yeah, through pain comes change. That's it. Mm. Yeah, but no, I, I absolutely best motivator. You hear it all the time, but it's no fun. No, I mean, I was just well, they call <laughs> it pain. I was but. talking about that today. I mean, even that, like, you know, as a that behavior when it's it's magnified by addiction of of letting things come to the point of that pain right yeah, yeah um but you know that's in everyday life people do it all the time it's called procrastination it's most basic right you yeah. just mm-hmm. let things go yeah um but when it's like magnified by destructive yeah. behavior it's yeah mm-hmm. fucked up yeah yeah there's a you heard it here first it's person. fucked up it's fucked up <laughs> yeah. on the record that's funny. Uh, no, yeah, just putting something off and putting something off while actively tearing everything down or, or <laughs> different animals, you know? Like, hey, I don't want to write this thing, so I'm going to put it off the last minute, and while I'm waiting, I'm going to trash my office, you know? Right. I'm going to burn this building. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a I'm going to get high. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Different animal. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe you don't, maybe you're not going to actually get it. it I don't even know if you need to worry about how much change you're going to have to do because if if you're not in enough pain to to do it, it doesn't really. You're not even ready to have the conversation. Maybe yeah. that's it. You know, you don't need to. I remember when I first got in before I hit it, hit the wall of pain. I was worried about all these changes. Like, what do you mean I can't drink on New Year's? What do you mean I can't hang out with these guys? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I can't do this? All these reasons why I wasn't going. And then when the, the pain happened, mm-hmm. I didn't really give a shit. I will mm-hmm. do whatever you tell me. What do you mean I can't have a champagne toast at my daughter's wedding? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know I that. Don't have a daughter. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. What it's am fun. I going to do? Right, right, yeah. right. So maybe that's it. It doesn't really. Don't worry about how. I much remember being it. like, "What do you mean I can't cook with wine?" <laughs> right. Like, oh. what are you fucking savages? <laughs> if I can't put a dry red wine in this pot roast, yeah, forget it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> out. No more pot roast for this cat. I'll show you. Well, see, I mean, those are things that uh, I, do you guys. I I don't adhere to that. I mean, I cook and I cook with wine. Yes, well, that's not cook. They you cook off the alcohol, right? Well, not entirely. Really, it depends. It depends on what, for how long, and some things. You know, it, it can not really. A lot of it won't cook off. But the reality is, you put a 
you know, whatever. And I'm not suggesting there are people out there that that are triggered that this would be an issue for. It. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, just you don't say. Well, Chris, I said, boil my pasta and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say boil? I mean soak. <laughs> I blanch it. <laughs> Everything's marinated in a in an um, Everclear bath. But you know, it's like that. To, to my mind, I wouldn't be successful in my self-made sobriety recovery if I agonized over those things for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair. You know, I, I would I would almost, maybe not now, but there's certainly, you know, re, I'd probably resent things more if I'm like, you know, I'm going to cook with whatever, half a, I'm going to make this, well, you know, sorry, whatever pot roast is mm-hmm. what you said with, you know, a half cup of wine. And it'll be okay because the amount that I'm going to be ingesting when I eat is going to be negligible. That said, I mean, early on, I remember like I accidentally like took a bite of a, like a rum soaked pear like that somebody had for dessert and yeah. I couldn't, you know, spit it out fast enough yeah. and like wiping my tongue off. Oh, and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's, which is a little bit different. That's a rum soaked pear. Yes. That's not, it's not a cooking. Yeah, cooking with, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I think there, I think if it's, you know, it's funny, if it's going to mess with your head, you probably shouldn't do it. But mm-hmm. I think there are points where you're just, it doesn't, you know, it's not why. Sure, I mean, and it, that goes to people drinking yeah. non-alcoholic beer, yeah. and, you know, I mean, yeah. if it's not going to mess with your head, by all means, right. do it, you know? But I if mean, it is, yeah, don't. If it is, don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that thing. Speaking of, like, uh, non-alcoholic beer, I had done the math way back when, just because I'm like, I wanted to be sure that I was yeah. on solid ground. I did the math, like, you'd have to, like, pound. Yeah like 18 in an hour to equal the amount of one beer and, you know, for your body to process and yeah. blah, 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 and all that. Right. And I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pound 18 because I'm not, right. that's not why I'm drinking. But some guy tried it and did a video and, you know, whatever. He ended up puking after I don't know how many, but it just... <laughs> I think, uh, was it, did you, didn't you and I, Jeff, drink like a 12-pack of Bush N.A. at a party once We tried, yeah. Yeah. I've put, I've probably been around you, you a 12-pack. I do, yeah. like my Bush N.A. I just like to drink caffeine till I get heart palpitations. <laughs> that's my, that's my game. Yeah, but, um. I went through a period where I drank N.A. wine. Did you? Wow. Yeah. Um. Wow, is that good? It's, nah. I mean, at this point, it's been so long since I've had any real alcohol yeah. that it's, it's, it's. I, you wouldn't know. I'm like. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, and any beers have certainly come a long way. I mean, you know, from a enjoyment standpoint. Yeah, what was the Moosey? Do you guys remember Moosey beer? My dad, when no. he, he, my dad's a, one of us. He got sober 10 years after I did. But I remember when he was trying to quit when I was a kid, he tried this beer called Moosey. <laughs> it sounds really, really quality. And it was the first non alcoholic beer right. made with real moose. <laughs> Just like what the what the heck is that? that sounds. Uh-huh. I can see the can. I've never seen the yeah. can, but I can see the yeah. can. The moose is winking at me. <laughs> he knows something. That's no moose. <laughs> what the hell? That's where he's I don't got even know you. What that means no. They make you know the the caliber and buckler. Right. There. They're all sorts of yeah, good ones. But I, I don't I I don't I don't know. I haven't come across. I haven't, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. I yeah. used to drink NAs all the time yeah. when I stayed sober and everything right. was cool. But and yeah, it's like there's no reason to like now. I don't. I almost never drink when we went out to dinner on Valentine's with my wife, and you know, sometimes that's when I feel like having an NA. Now it's like when I'm having a decent dinner, I want to say I don't have a Coke with my yeah uh, whatever. Right. Right. Um, right. Do you have any? I see. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of like a rube sometimes when, you know, I'm in a nice place. Right. I'm like, what do you got on the fountain? <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's what we've, we've talked about, mocktails before, and there's yeah. plenty of yeah. things you can do. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, that's... There's some know. lovely mocktails out there. Yes. I almost want to... I, I missed the treatment center and recovery house experience. You missed it? I missed... I mi- didn't do it, but I no. almost want to go back and do it just to do it. Just to just see what it's like. You know, I'm going to go check what myself time is in it? do rehab. Yes. Okay. We'll have By you 11, rehab, yeah. I'll have you in You know? Just no. to do 30 uh, days and see what it's like. You know what? I um, It surely we'll, had to be we'll a, talk. an interesting experience. Like, you wouldn't trade it in. It was a very interesting experience. It's not something I would trade because I did learn a lot. And yeah. I did, uh, you know, above and beyond, I learned that I had a problem there. You know? I didn't know I had yeah. a problem. <laughs> Or I didn't know how to reconcile it. You, you should come with me. 
30 days. <laughs> Do it. You guys could you be know? bunkies. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. I'm sure the other people in the recovery house would be totally cool. You guys are like, we're just here to hang. <laughs> we're just here to observe. Oh, you mean like going undercover? Yeah, just go act like. Well, no, just go do undercover. It. Yo, I say we want to stay sober. Oh man, I'm totally going sober. through withdrawal right now. Yeah. <laughs> we want to stay sober. That's all we want to do. That's that's all you have to say. Hey, Robin Williams did that oh, right. uh, in a the months leading up to his death. I know that people <laughs> have done that before. I know Eric Clapton would periodically check himself yeah. back in just to sort of uh, catalyze I've his known program in the program. Exactly, um, that would go back and not. They hadn't slipped. But they went back to treatment for thirty days over yeah. time to to get their program going again. Exactly to go back and just remember. And I could see we can't even get to a smart meeting. I don't think we're going to get to a never ever <laughs> doing that. Um, yeah. Ever? What going to a smart meeting? No, going back. Oh, to rehab just to refresh a tuna. So if you don't have the tools outside, you, I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine being like a less liked or welcome. Like person than the guy like hey fellas just here for a tuna yeah, what exactly. you guys doing yeah seriously <laughs> you would not do that you can't, can't imagine a scenario like in ten no, years you're like oh, no, I'm gonna go back to treatment you, you have to understand the context that without so many people without are there well I can't speak for the future I mean you know yeah you know where I went in Minnesota there are people who do it all the time yeah. but those accommodations are not that's very plush yeah mm. yeah I mean, you can they have oh, safe suites you mm. know i mean yeah. the great fitness center <laughs> and the food is not so par you know yeah, um, yeah. i mean i could almost see like a sober couple saying you know what this yeah. weekend yeah let's go to center city minnesota yeah so that's interesting that's a, let's that's get the heart-shaped jacuzzi <laughs> with the butterscotch waterfall <laughs> Yeah, and get our sober on. Yeah, and get our sober on. We're gonna have meetings all day. We're gonna it do some. It chills me to the core. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I but uh, but the, there are people who do it. Yeah, there are people, who, people do it. who do it. It's it's it is a fascinating experience, but I don't think anybody who's going through it is mindful enough of the experience to enjoy it for what it is. I think that you know, yeah. I mean, your observe your powers of observation are dulled a little bit. And you're yeah. surrounded by people who are really, truly at their wits end. And, yeah. um, you know, um, everybody's compromised yeah. in that regard, but there is a tremendous kinship. I mean, yeah. there were, there were 21 guys in my little class up North and, uh, you know, we all, we all, we gave each other really short haircuts and like, you know, you, there, you, there's a tremendous amount of solidarity. Like you leave there, like we hmm. are. Right. Hmm. But so you could say that I want to go back and have this community experience. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. We well, try to have reunions every year. In the- other than rehab. Yeah, but no, no. I'm just saying, like I could see the attraction of going back to rehab and not having slipped in five years into your program, whatever happened, and mm-hmm. you just want to go back and have this experience. You aren't going to be able to have anywhere else because mm-hmm. you're going to have to go lose lose your face. Lose face to save your ass, and yeah. whether that's whether you slipped or not, you might be at the point where you're dry drunk or just mm-hmm. not living sober. And I could see the attraction of going back and just putting it all out there, being totally honest. I don't know. Right? I could see the attraction, but you know, you're also surrounded by people who are just who are new. And when you're not new, I mean, I'll take yeah. it one hour at a time. Mm-hmm. I'll take it in a meeting, or I'll mm-hmm. take it through, you know. But but newcomers are fucking annoying, man. <laughs> I mean, when you're mm-hmm. when you're Honestly, right? You know, when you're with people right. that yeah. half of them are in total denial, mm-hmm. yeah, and just this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so and, half the people don't want to be there, and and then an additional twenty five percent, yeah, half half don't want to be there. Yeah, then there's the contingent that are being forced there. Yeah, and then maybe the and then you know there's probably a contingent is, that's still using. Yeah, the contingent who's like, yeah, I'm I'm all about sobriety. <laughs> Can't blink, <laughs> but. <laughs> That's fine. It's normal. Yeah, I don't know. And there's got to be, I mean, I think at the point where you're sober, you're in recovery, I would think there are other things. Other, I mean, there are other ways to get a yeah. tune-up, right? Yeah, going yeah, yeah. To rehab with, I would think. Yeah. yeah. 90 meetings in 90 days, you could do that. Yeah. There's lots of ways you can do it in the program. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there has to be, and that's, some, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but there has to be like, uh, I mean, things like that retreats. That's what I'm looking for. I went on a retreat in May, and it was awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. There were guys with all different levels. It was at this beautiful mansion on a lake north of Chicago, Mm -hmm. and uh, 
guys at all different levels and speak you know we mm-hmm. we did things we hiked and we fished and we you know brobriety it was brobriety Uh-oh. for show guys i'm feeling a i'm feeling a retreat we're gonna go on a retreat oh <laughs> we're going on this podcast <laughs> is going on a podcast retreat. we're going mobile <laughs> yes we are oh man i'm finding us a retreat because i know there is one i'm sure there is we're doing it I'm oh sure not our is. own it's not like just no, we're come with go the guys. We're gonna yeah. go to meditation, Vermont. <laughs> Lots of meetings. three dudes, one tent. Yeah, that'd be fun. I've never been on an AA retreat. Huh? I've never been on one, but I'd love to go. Well, all right. All right, we're going. All right, I'll and find so them. it was written. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Chris is like. Uh, Chris, you're coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to come on, dude. Uh, no, let's let, but let's, agree let's look into now. it. Yeah, let's look into it. <laughs> no, I would go on a, a retreat. You, we were almost going to go someplace. Remember that? Who? You? Me? Got invited? Oh, said, right. Oh, that wasn't a retreat, though. That was a uh, conference. Oh, mm. <laughs> that was terrible. It's fun. <laughs> just like a really short retreat. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. Yeah. No. I was, they're they're. Things right, they're like AA. Is yep. it, oh, what is it? the AA? Com- well, they, speaking it's of conferences, the, world, it, the yeah. conferences, the, the no world Ohio? conclave, the North American conclave. Yeah, they all have these. But conclave. the yeah, the conclave. Ooh, I mean, they have a big giant world meeting somewhere every year. I'm get conclave. Hey, I've never been to that. Huh? We should do that. Uh, all right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I've reached my. Uh, That's it. I've changed enough, I, and I'm not doing that. I think I've reached a number of things I can agree to in one evening. <laughs> We should go on tour with fish. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make veggie burritos in the parking lot. Uh, that's awful. I'm going to find this global retreat. Oh, right. it's global? I'm going to turn this thing off. I'm right. out. Yeah, I'm going to stop pedaling. We were probably cut, probably a little before no. what we were done before this no I think